0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rappiness Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts, I am Jeremy Um, I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I don't know her like that. Uh, My AKA for today is uh, let them hoes fight. (laughs) If you know, you know.
1: Hey, listen. If you know, you fucking know. If you are not subscribed to our Patreon at the uh, red noise level you are missing out because that is where our companion show Ratchet Reloaded is at and we unloaded the clip last night Um, so you do yourself a great uh, a great service by going ahead and subscribing five dollars a month gets you access to a lot of the companion shows to the shows on our regular feed you know me it's Candace uh, aka not so newlywed pc aka there are no winners because both these motherfuckers is losers. Shout out Hello. to uh, my partner in crime, Jeremy, for that word. Um, but it's going to be a it's going to be a short show, but it's going to be some long drags. There was no love in marriage Huntsville last night. Uh, it comes back September 4th. So it'll oh, come back. Into, yeah, it'll come back into the fold next week. Uh I was looking for it and I didn't see it. And then when I checked the episode guide, the uh, episode seven airs uh, September 4th. So that's that. We got two shows. We got Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Speaking of Love and Hip Hop, I started watching Miami, but before we committed to the feed, I just want to see what they're going to be giving. Because to be honest, for it to be the newest Love and Hip Hop franchise, it was kind of weak the last season. It, yeah. it it didn't give honestly it's,
0: it's kind of been weak from its onset because they in what like season three,
1: season three or season four or something, but it didn't it it hasn't been given what they thought it gave. So I'm just gonna watch a couple episodes as I was telling Jeremy in the quick pregame we had. They've added Noriega, uh aka Nori from uh Drink Champs Podcast and his wife. They've added Ace Hood and Sheila, and there's some more new people that'll be added. But, is Trick and Trina been...
0: still on there?
1: Uh, Trick and Trina still on there, and they still on there dumb as hell.
0: <laughs> I mean, they it's was gonna a... do that anyway because that's just how they use.
1: They still on there dumb as hell. Bobby Lights is still there. Uh, Suki is still there. Uh, who... Amara is still there, picking up stray dogs and moving them in her house. She's still. There. <laughs> So, like I said, I want to get a few episodes in. By the, f- by the third episode, I'll let Jeremy know if we should pick it up for the regular feed or if we could just leave it in the gutter where it belongs. But uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami is back. And we will be getting into the big the big blow up on Potomac because I have some words. I have some words. Y'all played in my face last season when things went down <clears throat> with Monique. Y'all allow Lindy, uh, Lindy, the bitch, Wendy, then when, (laughs) then, then when went out the window, uh, this (laughs) last episode, after all the respectability politics, she was spitting last season. So we're going to get into that. So, like I said, short episode, but long drags, we'll hop right into love and hip hop Atlanta. I'm not about to discuss Erica and Safari. I'm just not. It just it is what it is at this point. As we see in real time, they're going through a divorce. Okay. What I do find interesting, what I did like about this episode is that young baby Tate, uh, she she basically came out identifying as a bisexual woman. But what made it so much of a beautiful moment for me was that she is exploring her bisexuality but it's not in proximity to a man she's not trying to have a man and then her and her man are going to have a girlfriend she's not trying to have a threesome and bring this woman into the fold because they both like pussy no she's identifying as bisexual she's she's on a date with a woman i'm actually her hairstylist and she's saying how she's never had the space to explore her sexual identity in proximity to women and she's doing that now and so I you know very 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 few times does love and hip-hop get it right but I think this is one of the moments when they got it right because when you think of bisexual women they only talk about bisexual women in proximity to men oh me and my me and my man got a bitch me and my girl got a girlfriend and like all that kind of stupid shit but this was more so hey i'm gonna explore this avenue of my sexuality and i'm looking forward to it so i th- I thought that was cool i agree um because
0: let me tell you something ain't nothing worse than scrolling on any kind of dating site and seeing two seeing two ugly people talking about me and my man want a threesome. <laughs>
1: That remind me of that fat white bitch that be on TikTok. Her name is May. May Bay or some shit like that. And uh, she... Remember that video when it looked like the girl was in the backseat asking for help? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said... I'm a fan of women having a space to explore their sexuality and it not be in proximity to what a man wants or what will satisfy or gratify a man. And so I, I truly enjoyed that that segment of the episode. Um, Yandy, you a bird. And ain't no amount of bird feed gonna help you. Mentee- Potential show title. What, bird feed?
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: (laughs) Menteethes said what he said in Arizona when y'all was on couples retreat, and he meant it. He would not hold you down if the tables were turned. He would move on with his life and raise his kids and find another woman to help him raise those kids that y'all have together had you been facing the amount of jail time that he was. And I don't know why you keep trying to make him backpedal and recant it. He meant it because this man spent far too many fucking years in jail for him to not have thought about that. He said exactly what he was feeling. He said exactly what he meant. And no amount of him buying you gifts and taking you to Dubai and all this other shit is, is going to negate that. He would not all, have held you down. Period.
0: First of all, uh, we know Mona and them paid for that goddamn trip and that dinner because we know that nigga ain't got no money. Uh, that's number one. Number two, you know this motherfucker wouldn't hold you down or he don't love you for real because that motherfucker got Queen knowledge the same for you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that is you want to talk about hitting the bottom of the barrel.
1: Weirdo, anti-black ass motherfucker. And not only that, um, we tried to give y'all some space with the whole infinity thing, but Yandy, you adopted that girl, you fostered her, whatever the case may be. So I thought it was, re- I'm thinking it's real ugly if y'all left her out of that family trip. Mm. No, you may not want her living back in the house with you, but it, you're you're still talking about that's my daughter. This, that's my daughter. That if Infinity is not on this trip to Dubai, it's gonna tell me everything I need to know about how you and Mendees are moving with this girl since he's been out of jail, and that y'all took this opportunity when she had a, a lapse in judgment and a meltdown to use that against her and get y'all out of get her out of y'all lives.
0: Yeah, cause I mean. Like, at the time, right, we could kind of see it. And honestly, it still do to an extent. But at the end of the day, y'all are the adults. Like, she is, like, becoming an adult, but she still ain't an adult. Y'all are. So
1: regardless of her
0: regardless of her, you know, mistakes or lapse of judgment, ultimately y'all should be the wiser cuz y'all are adults. Now, granted, I mean y'all are y'all, so we know y'all ain't got no goddamn sense. But <laughs> the point being y'all should. So, it's going to look mad funny in the light if she left out on this trip.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And Rashida, girl, you are not, first things first, if you are pregnant bitch, if it's not by another man, Keep it off my TV screen. Please leave me If phone. y'all, if you not gonna make it spicy and give back to Kirk what he gave to you in an outside baby, I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. If Rashida is pregnant, I don't want to see this bitch on my TV screen till she had that baby or until she go to the chop shop. And hell, even then. If she not pregnant by another man, I don't want to see it. Ain't no way in hell. But no, I don't please. think you pregnant, bitch. I think you in early stages of or having hot flashes and shit. Leave us alone. Leave, leave us, us alone. the fuck alone. Dad, if don't... You, go ahead. If you thought you was pregnant, why your stupid ass ain't take no pregnancy test for you got on the plane to go to Dubai? Because <laughs> Lord knows you don't want to be pregnant traveling in a fucking pandemic.
0: And a pan pizza. Kirk and Rashida don't have no damn storyline. Why are they on my screen?
1: Because as we see in the previews for this week coming, these motherfuckers gonna be yelling at the kids because somebody is stealing plates from the bistro. Which (laughs) the ratings say the food ain't that good anyway, so you should be glad a motherfucker stealing it.
0: That's charity. Ain't
1: nobody buying it. Leave us alone. Please. Please Please leave us alone.
0: Please
1: leave us alone. Now to me... (laughs) Though like like we have said before, Mona has put together this this list of familial storylines to garner sympathy for us. But what I will say is I could have gone my whole life without seeing Jock be abusive to his son on my fucking TV. Right? I really could have gone my whole life without seeing that because the the thing that's getting me, is you admit, Jock, you were an in and out parent. You was chasing this this hip hop career and you wasn't in your son's like like life like you should have been. So how are you trying to dictate how he lives his life when you were an absentee parent?
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That has been my entire point since this whole storyline of this Jock, you don't have the license. You was a dead beat father you know this you admit this why are you trying to come around now and like the moral mantle you don't have the range you don't have the license the call is coming from inside the house the nightclub
1: shooting is coming from inside the nightclub (laughs) shooting The bullets is coming from inside the (laughs) gun No, because no dead ass. Dead oh, ass. Real? Like... No dead ass. First of all, your story keeps changing. You tried to make it seem like in them episodes before that your son was hanging with somebody who was trying to set you up and set your security up to be killed. We come to find out in this last episode, it was a typical hood nigga club shooting, and somebody got hurt. Yeah. And the person doing the shooting happened to be one of your son's friends. There was no conspiracy to do harm. And then you're going to sit up there talking about because of this, you had to shut down a multi million dollar business. A club, Jock, jock a hood jock. club.
0: Young Jock, young Jock. A hood sir.
1: club with white couches in it. <laughs>
0: yes, that too. But Jock, sir, sir. And Ikea
1: jock. bar stools.
0: <laughs> you ain't shit. Jock, sir. Sir, before you get the lying about multi millions, uh, sir, we are watching you on love and hip hop. If you got multi millions, you you're not gonna be on love and hip hop, sir.
1: And then you throw a fucking bar stool because you mad at your son. And then this was a terrible fucking false equivalency. Well, if your mama with a man and that man caused her to lose her house, you gonna still fuck with him? Okay, so then why are you still fucking with the person that caused me to lose my multi-million dollars? Shut the fuck up. And I agree with this, son. This shit ain't nearly the same. Exactly. This shit ain't nearly the same, because one thing, first of all, how the fuck he getting your club with a gun if your security doing their job?
0: Hello? Hello?
1: Two, you know what type of establishment you was running, and you know what type of motherfuckers you had coming in there.
0: Because you are are those type of motherfuckers.
1: So why is you sitting up in our face playing boo-boo, trying to play like we boo-boo the fucking fool? And we ain't? And And that's why
0: this dog not gonna hunt.
1: And then to add insult to fucking injury, you try to sneak and punch your son in the face.
0: Like a bitch.
1: Your son who is not reacting horribly, your son who is not disrespecting you, your son who is not in your face, your son who is not posing you any type of physical threat, you saw fit to get up and try to swing on him while he was not paying attention. I absolutely see why the relationship you have with your son is what it is and where it's at. And to me, it's a big fuck you because ain't no fucking way you should have went that course of action, period. Let alone with the fucking cameras rolling, right? And I wish your son would have wore your raggedy ass out
0: because it would because it would have been what you deserve, and that's what your son been saying. Like one, it's a it ain't that damn deep, and two, you performing for these damn cameras. That's exactly what he said when y'all when that scene, either last episode or the episode before. When y'all was in that park, that you performing for these cameras, y'all, and that's all this is—you performing for these cameras because you ain't got shit else going on. So Mona done gave you this fake ass. Oh, I want to be dad of the year and p- teach my son the right path. When you ain't been on the you you ain't been on the right right path since we have been introduced to you when it was going down when you was on the radio. Now you want to come around here and be father of the goddamn year? Get the fuck out of my face, y'all.
1: You not on you the right pe- path, period when you was trying to swing on your son like he a nigga in the street and he is not doing anything to deserve that type of energy from you.
0: Hello? Hello?
1: One thing about it, if you are silent long enough, you could watch a motherfucker unravel. We literally watched <laughs> you unravel. Yeah. You literally opted to choose actual violence with your son because he wasn't uh, he was ta- he was taking a stance and he wasn't backing down from it.
0: Your son wasn't allowing you to play in his face and you got mad to the point where you want where you assaulted him.
1: Bitch, nigga.
0: And you always have been, Jock. Which is, again, why, th- why your son was annoyed with this whole shit. Gonna be an absentee for... Nigga, you was annoy- ignoring your goddamn children to chase Carly Red. If you don't get the fuck out of my goddamn face. Absolutely. Boy, prayers down, Jock. Press down
1: exactly that's all i have for that episode um yeah it's gonna get very 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 dramatic in the weeks coming because we finally gonna get to see the the mama d that used to antagonize erica is going to finally start antagonizing uh bambi over her uh loser ass son Ooh. And she's going to be it. telling Bambi, fuck it, let's step outside and, and handle it. <laughs> uh, Judy is, is making a return. Uh, she still apparently, t- Mendeecees and Judy haven't been speaking since he got out of jail, uh, said that all the disrespect that she was giving Yandy while he was in prison, he can't go for that. So Judy is going to be back creating chaos. We so, She's going to be talking to Mama D on the phone, uh, tell him in D.C. and Yandy business and Mama D gonna bring it back uh, to everybody while they on this Dubai trip. Kirk and Rashida gonna accuse their own kids of stealing food from the bistro. Which is it stealing if you work there or is it an employee discount?
0: <laughs>
1: if I can't get no wings on my shift, what can I do?
0: Mm. If you what can't get No Chase, then where can you go?
1: where can you go so we're gonna keep an eye out on that let's head on over to Potomac because woo, 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 woo I'm shimmying my shoulders um first things first I do not ever am I, I cannot say this enough and I do not think I've said it since this season has started but Ashley Darby and Michael Darby should not even be on this fucking show. Correct. Michael Darby has been accused of sexual assault multiple times by the crew casting crew of this fucking show that I do not understand. I know why he's there, but he shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. White privilege is a motherfucker. Yeah. But for Ashley Darby. And stole money. Yeah, for Ashley Darby to go to Wendy talking about um, I understand what you're going through with rumors. Those were not rumors. Michael was actually cheating on you.
0: Yeah. And Michael assaulting was actually people.
1: sexually assaulting people. None of that was a rumor.
0: False equivalency.
1: He, the shit was handled outside of out, outside of the cameras but the shit actually happened and multiple people have verified it. Hmm. I want to get straight to the fight. I do. Let's go. I want to get straight to it. And I want to say, I only say this loud and clear. This is the same exact thing Giselle did to Monique. This is the same exact thing Giselle did to Monique. When it comes to meddling in people's marriages. But I just want to say, if you believe something to be an absolute lie, a whole last lie, no truth to it. Why have we seen you tell this rumor to four different times at this point? Like help me understand. I do not get it. If something think, is a if something a lie, I'm not gonna keep repeating it over and over and over again.
0: I think the the thing that irritates me the most about Giselle and by proxy uh Robin, which park it right here for a minute, Robin. I mean it's not gonna happen on this show. Um, because as I said on Twitter uh when uh you know the timeline was having a very um very hearty discourse about uh the real uh the the real mulattoes of Potomac. Um it's not gonna happen on this show because can't can't nobody on this show fight or will fight and only and the only one that was ain't on this show no more. Um even even though I hope she come back. Um But eventually, in some kind of way, shape, or fashion, Robin's gonna let Zelle get her ass whooped. Because there's no goddamn reason that you should be this goddamn pathetic where you are grown titty ass woman, and this other grown titty ass woman who is clearly miserable in her life, lets you let you let her get you in so much shit that ain't got shit to do with you. You let this woman. Ha, ha, get you having enemies at every goddamn corner, every goddamn turn, and you just sitting up here like, I don't know why they don't like me because you a gone ass woman being a fucking flunky to another loser. Wendy Dragon, Robin, I mean, uh, Giselle, for shit, he your ass goddamn girl, what? If Giselle, woman, en- woman enough and, and big titty enough to get, to be in her own shit. Let her fight her own goddamn battles. You up here looking stupid. Just like you up here looking stupid with Juan, Still playing house for 84 goddamn years.
1: And I just want to say. Every time Giselle and Robin get caught being messy. Red handed. These hoes de- default to. It wasn't malicious. We didn't mean it like that. It was malicious. And I'm going to tell you how we know it was malicious because y'all took some rumors that y'all believe to be an absolute lie. Let y'all tell it. No truth whatsoever to him and used the fact that she has had this plastic surgery and that she is dressing more provocative and more sexy and tied it into that rumor we seen you do it in 4k. Well, maybe that's why she dressing the way she dressing. Cause maybe something is going on with her and Eddie, or maybe she trying to prove everything is good with her and Eddie. There was malicious intent there because you tied her wanting to feel better about herself and her body to a rumor that y'all claim y'all don't believe in the least bit, even though y'all still spreading it. Is it Uchi Wally or one Mike? And that's
0: my other biggest problem with them two bozos. Like, y'all can't never... i said it before. I'll say it again. It bears repeating. If you Shows like this need a villain. Giselle is clearly the villain. Robin is her, is her lackey. T- the tacky lackeys. I've called them that before. It bears repeating. I'm cool with that because these shows need that. But stand up in that shit. You can't, be a, you can't be a villain bitch and a weak bitch at the same time. It don't work like that.
1: Absolutely. It if you're does gonna be messy, like
0: if you're gonna be vile, be go full throttle. Go through full throttle. Don't half step. Ain't nothing worse than a half stepper. The half step a whole temple. Okay, ain't nothing worse than that shit. Be a villain, stand up in it. Y'all, y'all wanted to spread the rumors because y'all, for whatever reason, well, I know what the reason y'all fucking miserable, but y'all wanted to stir the pot like y'all always do. Giselle, and Robin, you just go along with the ride because you ain't got, because the space between your two ears is, boy, it's shaking like a leaf. Y'all ain't had nothing better to do but to start some malicious rumors. And when, when you got clocked on it, it's like, oh, well, we're sorry we didn't mean. Yes, the fuck y'all did. Stand up in that shit. Be the mean bitches that y'all are. Don't be a mean bitch and then try to be a sweet one at the same time. You can't do that. Know your
1: role, play it well. And just stand up in it. Y'all throw rocks and hide your fucking hand. From and glass you get houses. Caught, you get caught every fucking time. That is the crazy part. Y'all went and told Ashley, did you think Ashley's messy ass was not going to carry that bone? This bitch been the bone carrier this show since season one. Right? Yeah, she done hit y'all with bones of fucking lully. Ashley has only been even a little bit more humble because Michael can't keep his dick in his pants and he can't stop sexually assaulting people.
0: Right. With the, with so the she baby. tried
1: to rebrand as the postpartum mama.
0: Yep. With the baby came the rebrand. But before Which that, she is, was. And and this, the and the one thing I will say is that well, at least in them earlier season, because I've been going back and watching the. Uh, Looks, watching Potomac from like the first season and stuff on recently. One thing I will give Ashley, at least in the first couple of seasons, she stood up in the fact that she was a mean bitch and miss. And
1: not only that, the, the wildest part to me about this Wendy situation, you want us to believe that it is not malicious at all, Giselle and Robin, but you went and told Ashley, somebody that Wendy had discourse with extremely early in her first season on the show. Right. Ashley and Wendy established that they did not care for each other from the jump when Ashley brought baby Dean and Wendy w- had an attitude about it. Right. They had not been on a good foot since Wendy's first season. So I'm feeling like it was absolutely malicious that you took this rumor to Ashley of all people. Just throw and miss. Throw and miss. Just the pot. And if you're gonna do that, do that. Just stand up in the shit. Ain't, but you got caught with your ass out there. And let's move on to... You got
0: caught with your ass out there, which is hilarious considering that y'all trying to judge Wendy for having her ass out there, literally.
1: Also, I really wanted to like Mia on this show, but she don't have a backbone. She is doing everything in her power to try to suck up to Giselle. Meanwhile, Karen brought you into the fold. Right. This woman, this woman, Giselle, has been extremely nasty and vile to Karen before Karen even had a chance to do what she did at the reunion last season. So I just feel like you constantly flip flopping and straddling the fence, trying to suck up to, to Giselle while keeping Karen in your pocket. I think it's weak bitch shit. And I want to talk about your, your politics. Because you have a lot of nerve telling Wendy how she should dress, how she should present herself when you won't even tell the truth about the fucking club you was working at when you met your husband and got saved. Bitch, you was a hoe. What are you saying?
0: And there's nothing wrong with being a hoe, but stand up in there.
1: Stand up in it. And for damn sure, have your politics in order if, that's, if, if you was a hoe. You be doing a, you, you claim to be all types of sex positive. We knew you had your clip reconstructed within 30 minutes of watching the first time seeing you on our TV screen, but you sitting up here telling this woman, this extremely educated woman, how she should dress and behave and identify and what makes her this and what makes her that. You got life in the game fucked up. You was working in a strip club. If anybody should be sex positive and all about autonomy, it should be you. But friend, we also know a lot of sex workers with very nasty politics when it comes to everything but sex work. They be homophobic, transphobic, biphobic, anti black, and so on and so forth. The only time they have decent politics is when it comes to sex work. I so mean, shitty, uh, even then,
0: I'm
1: not I'm not too surprised about Mia, but if this is what you're gonna be giving, you can get gone. I'm gonna you're be not, real
0: with you. I don't you, know why Mia is on the show.
1: you not not needed.
0: Like, she hasn't really brought anything that I'm just sitting there, like, okay. Like, how I feel about Mia is how I felt about Wendy last season, honestly. Like, I guess, but you're not really bringing anything to the show.
1: <laughs> exactly. Which speaking of
0: politics though. Uh so we're gonna address how uh mighty them tables turn with uh Miss Wendy.
1: Ooh.
0: Cause uh mama had speaking of politics, mama had a lot of um
1: then when was in when exactly. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. There was a lot of uh Grandstanding about, you know, the character of black women and, and is this who we are? How
1: how Monique behaved, held black mm-hmm. women back, and it's mm-hmm. those type of tropes of black women that keep mm-hmm. black women from getting the respect they deserve. Mm-hmm. But baby, you threatened to whip Giselle ass 27 times total in that episode.
0: And to be clear, rightfully so. However, it's one thing about them tables, baby, they turn.
1: They
0: turn. Mm, They turn. Big wheels keep on turning. Turning.
1: Cry when it keeps on burning. Burning. fighting. Fighting. (laughs) (laughs) You threatened to whip Giselle's ass 47 times, and Giselle's deserved every fucking threat. But you've got to be honest that you went from... Uh let's be classy and sassy, but no fighting to knucking and bucking and ready to fight. Mm-hmm.
0: Because now you see how it is when them them green eyed bandits because they are literally doing exactly what they did to Monique in more ways than one to you.
1: Yep. Like the rumors about
0: family at all times like literally copy
1: and paste. Literally went from went from class to I beat your ass. Yeah, because the other part about it, you know, going
0: behind the scenes just a little bit, um, because I saw a little bit of rumblings about this on the timeline that them rumors might have come from Eddie's family because they don't fuck with uh, they don't fuck with uh Wendy like that, and uh, who it was I think it was Sham I think it was Shamira she um uh, she had came with the with the uh, T that Eddie that honestly them rumors couldn't have come from Ed, Eddie's family because Eddie. Like straight out like chose Wendy over over his family and cut all that shit out. So them rumors absolutely came from Giselle and Robin because they wanted to stir up mess and drama just like they tried to do with her and Robin and Sharice tried to do last season to Wendy. I mean to um Monique
1: exactly
0: so Wendy it's literally copy and paste what they try to do but you took Bayside last year on some respectability shit now i looking, looking at you. about to beat the light skin off, <laughs> off Giselle
1: it ain't we need to do better when it's your family when it's your mm-hmm. marriage when it's mm-hmm. being antagonized mm-hmm. by people mm-hmm. that you assumed you were building a better bond with and mm-hmm. let me say Giselle deserved every threat she deserved, every nasty thing that Wendy said to her because it was malicious because you took this rumor to everybody but Wendy. not one time did you take Wendy to the side and say, "Hey, do you see what they've been saying on the blogs and stuff about Eddie? I don't I just want to check on you. I just want to see what's going on to make sure you're okay because I know the blogs can be vicious. You didn't do that one time. You took it to Ashley. You took it to Robin. You took it back to Ashley. You took it to Robin some more. Y'all talked about how it she was trying to she was trying to grandstand and get ahead of the rumors by having plastic surgery and dressing this way and that in the third. But you never sat and talked to Wendy about it. Exactly. So you absolutely deserve the cussing out you got. Which you lady, know what it remind
0: me of, Candace? Remember, I think it was it season two. I think it might have been is either season two or three. No, nah, it was season two because it was the season right before Candace got there. Remember when, um, remember when Ashley was dragging Robin about uh about Ron, and the rumors about Ron. To, uh sleeping with or talking to other people. Ashley brought it to everybody except for Robin until she got called out about it. Yep. Same thing.
1: Yep. Same thing. Which
0: again, Robin. That, woo, woo. See, and I also this low key is how I'll be know y- know y'all be full of shit talking about this show because y'all memories is mad selective and short. Um but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, just the call be coming from aside the house with Giselle and Robin. it's just again, perfectly okay with with, with them being villains. Perfectly fine with it. Perfectly fine with them even not having self-awareness. But stand up in the fact that y'all villains, this half step of shit y'all do is annoying. Yeah. Cause it ain't like if y'all be full of villains, we're not gonna watch the shit. Shows like this need that. Again, that's you being a villain is fine.
1: Which is why I was laughing about Candace grandstanding about Ashley telling, uh, Wendy what was said. Come on, girl, you knew that shit was gonna get back to Wendy. Give it a rest. Just, uh, just say with your chest that you still do not fuck with Ashley, cause she picked she picked Monique's side over yours last season. It is what it is. But you absolutely knew somebody was going to tell Wendy what Robin and Giselle were saying about her marriage. Come on now. Give it a rest Tuts. And also, I believe some of y'all secretly like Giselle because every time somebody drags Giselle and brings up uh, Jamal Bryant, y'all talking about that's some old tea. That's some cold tea. Ice tea good just like hot tea.
0: I mean, and also, how is it cold tea if it keeps happening?
1: And also, like, here's the thing. I don't Wouldn't give a damn if keep... the tea cold. Put some li- put some ice, some more ice and a ledge a wedge of lemon in it. Let me drink it. I love iced tea. I love sweet tea. Hello. Also, like the thing with it is, part of it is the
0: brand because Giselle's brand is standing everybody's business, about everybody's marriage, everybody's relationship, everybody's whatever. So when you keep throwing stones. From a glass house, that bitch gonna shut So yeah, every time Giselle do something stupid, especially when in regards to somebody's marriage or relationship, you goddamn right people gonna bring up Jamal. Like <laughs> they that ain't our that fault. That's Giselle's. And if she don't, if if she or you know her fans, stands, whatever the fuck don't want that shit being brought up talking about it's older, like we get it. Well, tell that to y'all goddamn fave to stop being a goddamn bird. Simple solution. But until then, motherfuckers are going to bring it up. Like, I'm sorry, but when that motherfucker when goddamn Monique read that goddamn number at the reunion and Giselle confirmed that it was indeed that nigga's number, she you just shut the fuck up forever. (laughs) Because you didn't even have enough where I thought to come up with a lie on the spot. Because when I tell you that if I would have been denied, 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 she confirmed that number, Giselle got shut the hell up forever. Now she not. And honestly, she don't need to because, again, we need a villain for the show. But, nigga, she's going to get this work every single time. That's her fault for being a fucking goofy. Yep. And y'all just going to have to cry about it. Just like she do. Well, now she don't cry like Candace do. But still, like, okay, and?
1: Absolutely. Like it but we know
0: y'all be grandstanding just like the Potomac girl, so I want to spit much from y'all they know what got goddamn. As a matter of whew, mm, mm. I had to remember this not the Patreon. Oh uh, <laughs> you got anything else for me?
1: I don't have anything else. Uh I saw the I saw the mid-season trailer going forward and something really almost knocked my boots off is why the fuck are Robin and Giselle at Karen's Val Renewal?
0: Ooh, now that is some audacity. That is some audacity. Also, ain't Michael gonna get accused of some more shit?
1: I have no idea, but I know that I see in the in the preview that uh, Michael, Chris, and Candace are having it out about money, And he basically is like, I've never taken a dime from you, which that's going to be funny because I I will want to have a conversation that I think a lot of people have forgotten where Candace was when she got to this show. Her mom was taking care of her. Candace was not working. Her mom funded her weave business and was was was, is partial owner.
0: Yeah, because remember, she was holding it over
1: her head so the previews look good it looked like robin and wine fall out real big and he says it looked like he might be saying he don't even want to get married to her as Um, if he ever was gonna marry her yeah because i saw how she disinvited wendy to a wedding that she not gonna even be at but (laughs) you know how that goes um But the the previews moving forward look really good. I've not been disappointed in this first part of the season, to be honest. Because I just wanted – I wanted to make sure that uh, we see that Giselle and Robin's only loyalty – well, Giselle's loyalty is to herself. Yeah. And Robin is her flunky. And they will turn on any and everybody when they feel like it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean – Wendy had to be the one that's part of the collateral damage, but ultimately that's what you signed up for when you decided to be, not be a neutral party, much like Karen was last season and try to side and ride with Giselle and and Robin. And here they are the next season spreading rumors about your marriage.
0: One thing about them trying to
1: beat you over the head and beat you down about liking your body after you've had some plastic surgery and some work done.
0: One thing about them tables, they do turn.
1: I don't think Monique would have done that to you. She would have been like, girl, you look good. She damn sure would have been an ally when those ladies were spreading rumors about your marriage. So, well, good luck to you, Miss Mamas. Let's see how this works out going forward. But that's it. Like we said, the sh- it was a short show, but the drags was long. We'll see y'all back next week with, all, with, the, with our regular lineup back. Peace, niggas. Bye.